0: it's the stack attack fantasy podcast your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football come get some yo baby yo here we go let's start the show it's the stack attack (sighs) fantasy podcast i'm your host Jeff Charlie and with me as always my brother from another mother it's Trader Andy what's up dude how you doing today
1: what's up man you got another ugly shirt huh that's beautiful bro, this thing. Is the ugliest one I could find yeah. this is a yeah. Dolphins
0: one bro I'm ready to uh-huh. go
1: and you're bare hope uh, no cops come in here and make you take off those glasses see how drunk you uh, are. yeah oh, I, I, I forgot <laughs> I oh, broke
0: them again second time (laughs) whatever man i gotta Uh, buy a new pair of sunglasses before uh, jamaica man
1: happy uh father's happy father's day man how's your day going same
0: same to you so far so good man i got i got no complaints i think nick got a couple of complaints though because he's uh behind man you know we're we're running a live business over here running a live show we're up against hell in the cell today and and this guy shows up late
1: uh he had a flat tire yeah flat tire broken down on route nine route nine's horrible so it's the worst yeah
0: all right. All right. So, So, Andy, let's, let's talk about this before, before Nick gets here because, you know, we've known each other since birth. Um, it's Father's Day. So, you know, sp- sports and dads kind of go hand in hand. So t- tell me something about Jerry, man. Let's, let, let's talk about Jerry first hmm. and we'll talk about Bob second. And, and let's all talk, right. uh, father's day and and how our our dads influenced us in sports and anybody in the chat if you if you got a story bring it on for us man we'd love to hear it
1: all right well obviously for people who know me i'm a little crazy a little you know got a lot of energy all the time i'm very intense everything i do i'm i'm, I'm fired up about doing it so back in the day i think it was a eighth grade church league basketball we we're in a, a big tournament and my dad being the intent person that he was, was riding the referee. All right. And he actually got ejected, got two technicals and got thrown out of the game. Problem was he wasn't the head coach. He was a spectator. So he got thrown out <laughs> from the stance and that's, that's where it goes. I mean, he's just that type of guy. He was just, he, he calls out a season and the guy was wrong and he kept on calling them out and he started getting technical fouls. And The coaches look, I didn't say anything. He's like, no, that guy behind him. So yeah. It was hilarious.
0: And Jerry probably gave him an earful that lasted about a half an hour, right?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But that's, <laughs> that's my dad. That's my dad. Love you, pops.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Now, what, what about your dad's influence on you as a sports fan and your teams?
1: Oh, well, I was uh, when I grew up. I,
0: start over. When I met you, you were wearing a Dan Marino jersey. Let's start with that. And I got an yeah. incriminating picture of you in a Yankee shirt too. So,
1: well, the the thing is with the yeah, I'm going to talk about baseball first because that's that's my thing. But I uh, was drafted my first uh, little league team, New York uh, for the Yankees. So I was yes, I'm going to be a Yankee. I like Don Mangley too. So I was like, I'm going to be a Yankee fan. So I was wearing this all Yankee shirt, being all goodness. Uh, obviously, I was a bad kid and I never listened to my parents. And Willie Randolph was signing autographs at the at the uh, Cooper's field so i was like oh i really want to go see willie i really want to see willie i was a bad boy so my dad took the advantage of me being a bad boy and goes listen i'll take you to meet willie but tomorrow you're a met fan and after that (laughs) it's all downhill from there
0: (laughs) oh man
1: that's great what about you tell me a story about bob
0: Well, well well see my my dad didn't have the luxury that your dad did of of being at most of my games and between you and I, like, and I never told him about this. My favorite memory was, yeah, you know, you, you know, I was, I was a pretty decent ball player in high school, and he didn't get to go to many of my games because they're at three forty-five in the afternoon, and mo- most, most parents are, are, are at work at that time, and he was on call twenty-four hours a day for the most part. But there was one day that I went four for four, and like, I looked up and his car was in left field, and I, I just got choked up like I am right now. Oh, like, he's stuck away from work, oh. and I never talked to him about it. It was amazing. And I, I, oh, it, it was, like, one of the most touching moments of my life that, that he was there at that moment. Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Um, but, it, you, you know, just, just taking it back, that that touched me so much, but that's how he's always been. He's the guy that is kind of always been behind the scenes doing for you. Not in your face. Just always there. But my my favorite absolute favorite sports story I have two of them and I can't say one of them because it's like taboo with me and him and we can't talk about Leon Lett ever again. But you, <laughs> you could hit me up privately and I'll tell you that story. I know you know it Andy. But in 1986-87 the Giants were in the Super Bowl and it was the first time they were in a Super Bowl. And I you know I was I was born in 75 so I was 11 12 years old whatever it is. And this is their first time in the Super Bowl with Phil Sims and all that. Um and they're playing the Broncos and my father like some I I don't know what the hell he's thinking decides to quit smoking like a week before the game, right? Yeah. So this is the the Super Bowl and my father quit smoking. So my house is like laced with chocolate everywhere. There's <laughs> there's chocolate, you don't know, absolutely everywhere. We got sick as a dog. We're all thrown up at the end of the game. The Giants won the game. I think it was 38 20, 39 20, something like that. But I'll never forget that day because my father was the most stressed out human being on, on the face of the earth, needed a cigarette and couldn't do it because he had quit like a week before like a moron but (laughs) you know that that, that's the decisions we all make the good news is to this day you know whatever it is 40 years later 35 years later still hasn't smoked a cigarette since so dad thanks for that we appreciate that you know thanks thanks for looking after your health and and keep doing that for us because we love that right absolutely all right andy so let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the positives, the negatives, et cetera, whatever. So we always start our show off with a victory lap. So why don't you take one right now?
1: All right. Well, here's a, here's a very crazy thing here because the catching position is usually really bad. But I've been riding this guy for a couple of years now, Salvador Perez. He has become the elite hitting catcher in baseball. Guy's batting 310 between the two years combined in like uh 105 games He's got 29 home runs, 78 RBIs, a 3.40 on-base percentage. He's just getting better as he gets older. It's like a fine red wine. Nice. So, All right.
0: Oh, so I have to take a victory lap cuz Nick's not here?
1: If you need to, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, I'm going to take a family lap because uh today I spent the day with my with, with my uh my 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 parents and my brother and everything yo my niece as a pitcher she's 13 years old i i i i caught for her today like maybe 45 50 pitches she's nasty bro (laughs) like i I was shocked i was shocked the the last time that that i i worked out with them on the ball field her and uh, a little bobby yeah um you know they were pretty good, and they were getting there and whatnot, and everything. And then a pandemic hits, and all this. But she's been working with a with a, a personal coach and everything. And dude, she's got a curveball, a riser, a fastball, a changeup. I'm like, I I was blown away, man. So that's my victory lap, man. I, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I can't wait to uh to to go watch her pitch and watch little Bobby play again. So, you know, here we go, man, with that. And I, I noted that uh, your day is coming with Andrew as well, too. So, all right. We all we right. Shall see. So, yep. Well, with every victory lap, there's always an end. And let's take a crash and burn.
1: Uh, well, based on before today's news popped about him going to the DL, my crash and burn, Austin Gomber. You know, once he got traded from the Cardinals to the Rockies, I wrote him off. Alright, so then he has been amazing over over the past two months. He's been amazing. He's uh you know, got a, a one point zero five whip, three point five uh ERA, and he's actually had two horrible starts, nine runs and a five run game. And both of them came away from course field on the road only. He's been home, he's been a monster. And uh my crash and burn is I, I wrote him off. I give him a shot. And he's definitely helping people to the top of this today. What do you think about him?
0: Well, I mean, you can't really crash and burn now because we just learned a few minutes ago he's on the injured list. So it, it kind of worked out for us, at least from a redraft perspective. But I can't make any sense of this. Like, Austin Gomber is, you know, he everybody made fun of him because he was basically the cornerstone of the nolan iron auto trade so he got laughed around the corner for that um and and you just talked about how he had two bad starts and both of them are on the road that start about uh, against san francisco where he i think it was a inning and a third and he gave up nine earned runs and we actually on twitter coined a phrase called called you got gombered right yep You got gombered, and we still use that phrase to this day. And it's basically just means that you tried to stream a pitcher that was in a great matchup. He had a two-start matchup that week. The first was at San Francisco, which is a huge ballpark, and the other was, I don't know, Baltimore or some crap like that, something easy. And he he, he just completely shat himself and left us all – like scared to death of what's going to happen later in the week because he's stuck in our lineups and now we have to see him twice right so i don't know man like like he he coined a new phrase getting gombered the the guy is an enigma that i really haven't been able to figure out all right so we had the two bad starts he had a uh, a a road ERA and a 148 home ERA. Wow. That worked out. I I think you just said to a 3.6 overall. If you take out the the nine earned runs in one game, it comes out to a 2.5. So that's way above (laughs) league average, right? Yeah. And I tried to look into this. Like, why is he having such success in Coors Field? He is basically an extreme fly ball pitcher, and throws the the ball inside so he's in extreme he he gives up pull fly balls more than anything else. Antonio Sensatella, who is not as successful as him, is an extreme ground ball pitcher that throws the other way and he doesn't have close to these numbers. So it doesn't really make sense to me cuz this guy's a profile fly ball pitcher. His his hard hit rate is league average but his his walk rate is very good compared to league average at only 7.3 percent so i i think when you look at today's baseball it's it's a world of home runs freaking strikeouts and walks so if you could eliminate the walk from your equation you're going to be successful and that that's what it turns out to be right So I think that's, that's what's making him successful is he doesn't put a lot of runners on base. He's a great control pitcher. (laughs) He throws the ball in the strike zone. He doesn't give up a lot of barrels. Like if there's not guys on base, it doesn't matter where you pitch. Like you're going to get around it and it's going to work out. You know, we got to look into this arm injury. That's, that's kind of a problem too. You know, elbow issues are always scary, but you know, the bigger crash and burn right now is this guy coming onto the road, man. Because we're like 15 minutes into this, and this dude, you're not getting the, the key spot. You go back to your <laughs> home up in the corner. And I we're, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we should uh, skip your victory lap, go straight to the crash and burn, whatever it is. But Mr. Nick Mimi, welcome to the microphone.
2: What's I'm up? Sure. My crash and burn is my one hour of sleep in the last uh, 48 yeah. hours. <laughs> so, So basically dude. what you missed
0: is... Um, you know, you know, we can't figure out Austin Gomber. I cried for a little bit. You did. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I shed a tear, man. It, w- it was great.
2: Good uh, boy. Right. But, I can I can't add
1: a rant. I can't start with a rant right now about Nick showing up 15 minutes late, but I mean, let's Hey,
2: <laughs> Hey,
1: oh, you look more awake than usual though.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I worked a 12 hour overnight shift last night. I came mm-hmm. home. I slept an hour. I had to wake up an hour later, watch my daughter. Drive her up to North Jersey, hour and a half traffic, and back down. And my wife got a flat. It's great.
0: <laughs> flat tire at the end of the day. That's
2: yeah, the it's awesome. It's awesome. Now she needs a tire.
0: All right, all right.
2: So is that your crashing burn for today? Being that my oh, that's right, my crashing well. burn. That's my crashing burn.
0: You want to take a victory lap or just? I
2: do. Skip it. Oh, I do. Let's this, do it, man. This, this week, know, so we'll I'm in the um like. I'm in the turf uh, turnpike fantasy baseball league. And uh, my team has a has had a dramatic um, boost this week, going from actually like 14th place to now eighth place. Um, Fernando Tatis, DJ Lemahu really coming through for me. And um, I need some pitching. My pitching is hurting bad. What,
0: Andy? Andy, did he just take an eighth place victory lap?
2: I did. I, I came up six seven spots.
1: Yeah. He's really tired. He, we should just <laughs> mute him,
0: <laughs> Andy. Are- what on earth are you drinking? Is that an explosive? What are you drinking C
1: four? Oh, that oh yeah. is that pre-workout? Oh, yeah, is that workout Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I'm working out right
2: now, bro. Let's go. I'm about oh, to do one. Do my rants. You got that treadmill in the background.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> all right, Andy, you got all the energy, so let's bring it, man. What do you got for me today?
1: I got two rants. We're gonna start off with the first one, okay? And this one's gonna be a little comical, but it's true. Okay. Obviously, you know, there's parties, family parties, get togethers at houses and everything. Okay. So obviously you're going to be at different people's houses. You have to go to the bathroom, whatever. If you blow up someone's bathroom, these work. Spray the bathroom. <laughs> spray the bathroom. Dude, dude people, you doing, man? Crap. I threw up my, hold up. Sorry, I got so mad. I ripped off the things off my ear. How are you going to blow up somebody's bathroom, not spray? What are you doing? They respect. consider Inconsiderate. Dude, dude, dude can I ask her a name? No, 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 no. I'm just making a general statement. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning there might be multiple.
2: So. <laughs> all, right. all right. So spray after uh, you spray after yeah. you do it. Spray after you drop it. Yeah, drop it.
1: You drop a douche, you got to freaking handle it, man. Come on, let it loose. So all right. the second one I'm going to talk about is obviously. Uh, I'm coming very close to winning a couple leagues and it's getting near that time where you're trying to uh, you're you're trying to make some trades so do people, you, you gotta look at your trade. you have to make make a comment. don't don't just leave it there for six days in a box. you know, say yes, say no. Uh, if you send a trade offer, look at my team before you make a stupid offer. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't need stolen bases. Why are you offering me stolen bases? Why? Look at your team. show a little effort. And respond. People are annoying me without the respondings. I'm done. I'm going to drink a little more. All right.
0: I, All I, right. I, I can't add to that. I think that's pretty spot on. I, I've been pissed off about that in the past. You know, like you, you got it, it. It's and, and I know sometimes I'm slow to respond to people. I, I mean, I'm in 17 baseball leagues actively in five dynasty football leagues and god knows what the hell else i'm in so I, i'm juggling a couple dozen leagues at a time so sometimes i might take two three days to respond but i always respond and if even if somebody sends me a bad offer i always say hey thanks that doesn't fit my needs but you know at least i appreciate that, that you looked at at it i had a, a guy recently I, I i have a league that I'm in, it's actually my highest buy-in league out of all of them for baseball. And I'm in fourth place right now. And I think three teams get paid and I'm in dead last in stolen bases. Just hasn't worked for me. And I put it on the block out there and said, I'm looking to trade power for speed. And one of the guys comes back to me with, he wants my Ryan McMahon for his uh, jazz Chisholm, And I'm like, Okay, let me think about this. Did some homework, asked some questions to some friends. Everything came up with, you know, I, I don't really tr- trust where Chisholm's at with his ankle. I don't think he's going to run that much. He's trying to be uh, R.J. McMahon right now. So that that's not the right player for me, but you had the right idea, right? Somebody else sends me, he wants my Anthony Rendon for Jonathan VR. And I'm like, come on.
1: Right? Be back on the bench in three days. Come on,
0: what the hell is that? I'm smarter than that. Don't you know that I host a podcast that like eight people watch a week? Come on, man. Seven, <laughs> Who better seven,
2: than that. Seven, seven. Let's not overachieve here.
0: Seven. No, there's eight right now, man. <laughs> dad, dad, and dad. So all right,
2: all right, all right. Yeah. It's Father's Day.
0: All right, all right, <laughs> all right. So let let's get into some uh some some baseball talk here. So Andy, you're our baseball guy. So why don't you lead us off? The injuries have been pretty bad this this year, and this at least on my end, they feel like they're multiplying. So let's talk through some of these injuries and how they're affecting fantasy teams right now.
1: This week? it's gonna, I, We only have a little bit of time here to talk. This is yeah. ridiculous. I mean, bad. you know how many injuries were there this week? But uh, Max Scherzer, obviously, uh, he had a minimum uh, groin. He had an injury. He's only going to be off for 10 days. He'll, he'll be back early this week supposedly the Grom is supposed to be pitching tomorrow. I'm worried about it. It's two different injuries in the past three weeks. I'm very, very worried about him making it through the year uh, to win an Cy young. Uh, Then you got glass. Now that's a sticky situation right there because you guys didn't even laugh when I said that, man, because I I, I got it. I got it. He actually admitted that he's used sticky stuff his entire career. Not using it is why he got the elbow injury. That's the reason. I, I just think it's hilarious. You know, he said all pitchers cheat. It was hilarious. But that conversation was was amazing. But he's going to be mid, late August. They said he, he should be coming back, which is better than having Tommy John surgery, which you could die from, by the way. That's crazy. Dude, that's nuts. I saw some college kid had Tommy John surgery and died this week from complications. So don't throw those fastballs and sliders so hard. Uh, yeah. And then Jeff Boy, Bellinger. You know, he's got one home run this year. He's coming back. He's running full hundred percent this week. He's gonna be back this week, probably tomorrow or the next day. It's just been a disastrous season for him. Uh Bregman, you know, he's he's got a little bit of a issue as well with a quad. He's gonna be out probably three, four weeks, I think. Uh, you know, he's he hasn't done anything to really, really boost your team, but he's been solid. Uh then you got Another one of Jeff's boys. Nikki Madrigal. Gone. Uh, R- RIP. Bad 305 this year, so he, he was close to what you were talking about, especially when the league's batting 230. He's batting 305.
0: There, uh, I, I'll tell you what, though, uh, Andy. I'm going to interrupt you there. I, I It's kind – I mean, I'm in 17 leagues, and he's a core player, and I probably have him in 17 leagues, right? So – it, it hurts. And you, you you put yourself in a situation where I have to go to the waiver wire on several, several teams and there's nobody there better than Nikki Lopez, right? It, it's bad. But <laughs> but I drafted for batting average this year and Madrigal did that and he helped me with that. But he wasn't doing a damn thing else, right? He was supposed to be getting me to 20-25 stolen bases. He had one. So The truth is that he kind of did me a favor by getting hurt because I should have cut him because in most of my leagues, I don't need the batting average anymore, but I was holding on because he's my guy and I was waiting for those stolen bases that weren't coming and just enjoying the two home runs when they did and the one fake one that didn't happen. So I, I should have cut beta anyway. So he did me a favor there. So sorry to interrupt you yeah. as you were. No no
1: problem. I'm, I'm coming down to the end here now. Anyway, with uh, Andrew Benatendi, who has a dra- fractured rib. He should be back late next week. So it's not as bad. He's having a good year. I, I, I like what he's doing. So I like him for the rest of the year. So um, that, that's it. No more mesh report.
0: You basically just explained my TG FBI team. You left out Adam Eaton. <laughs> you left out, uh, Josh Donaldson.
1: Like, well, Donaldson's going to be back. I thought it was just a day or two. It did yeah, seem thi- crazy. Thi-
0: this is what the problem is with these guys. You you set your lineup. like All right, so NFBC, you set your lineup on Monday. You could reset your lineup on Friday for hitters only, right? A lot of other te- leagues or daily lineups, whatever it is, weekly lineups, These guys are going on the disabled list on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You don't know nothing in advance. You don't pick anybody up. You're not ready for them on your bench. And the next thing you know, you got a zero for three days, four days, seven days, whatever it is. And that happened to me like seven times. Adam Eaton, Nick, you know. Went yep. on the DL yeah. on, on, on nowhere. freaking uh you know the, the, the day after, right? I of like, nowhere. Whatever whatever it was. Josh Donaldson, Tuesday. Oh yeah, I'm hurt. No problem. You can't do anything. Waivers ran already, right? You can't do anything about it. <clears throat> Our home league has no damn bench, so you're screwed if that's what it is. Thankfully, waivers runs twice a week because there's an intelligent GM that uh you know, you know, commissioner that knows what he's doing and sets it up that way, but You know, half the time, these guys, you're putting a a dead spot. Like, there's got to be a way to figure this out. I know Fantrax has it, but you have to have a system where you could set your lineup daily, but with kind of a weekly ting to it so so that you can only adjust it if somebody goes on the DL or sent to the farm or whatever it might be or mm-hmm. day off but if they're if they're active they have to stay in your lineup there's got to be some kind of hybrid way to do this because i can't keep up i can't it it it's it's the end of the world like five guys on my tg fbi team went down this week after everything ran five nope. out of 30 like one out of six guys done and i can't do nothing
1: I mean I'm you bad. could do something about you could ranking. do some you could do something about that shirt but you still wear it. I mean I don't understand. There's some choices that we make, <laughs> some choices we choose not to make. But I love my shirt. <sighs> I love right. my
0: shirt. And I love my sister who says happy father's day to us. And I know I
1: waved at it. So
0: appreciate that, Trace. Appreciate that. Absolutely. All right, Andy, let's get out of the injuries and and let's talk a little bit of the waiver Wire. So, you know, in most situations the waiver wire runs late tonight. You know, maybe if you're in the NFBC, it runs in in what an hour, two hours, something like that. Ten o'clock. And yeah, two yeah. hours, uh, whatever. So, 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 who, so do you let's look, talk- who do you like out there? My, myself. It's yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's not it's not a great week, man. It's not a great week. I but I, what what do you think about uh, Mr. Sanchez from the Marlins? Got called up again. He's been struggling. Hit a home run last night. I, I I think he was, what, one for 38 or something like that before that. Um, mm-hmm. Killing it in the minors. Absolutely killing it in yeah, AAA this three, year.
1: 350. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What, what do you think? If, if you're in a redraft league, let's start that way. If you're in redraft, what are you doing with this guy? You you picking him up or you letting him go?
1: I'm going to let him go for now if it's in a redraft and you're trying to win. Uh, the kid's not hot right now. Uh, you could find another guy who's a hotter bat at the moment. Uh, if it's a keeper league, then yeah, he's got some potential. I, I wasn't a big fan for him for the co- past couple of years. He's got a little bit too much swing and miss for me, but he does have some power and some speed potential. So I, I could see the reason why people would want to pick him up.
2: Right.
0: Nick, any opinion on him or you just moving on?
2: I, I have to pick him up. I, I mean, I'm putting a waiver in. I lost Donaldson. I lost Eaton. Um, I have four first basements on my team, so I can't even squeeze anybody around right now. So I gotta put I'm actually copying pasting your waiver article into my uh my air drops right now as we speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's what, you do. That's what I, you do when you're on one hour of sleep.
2: Yep. That's what I do on one hour of sleep. You see the the, 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 the bags right here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: that that's funny because that article causes me to get one hour of sleep. So oh my goodness. Yep, I'm on it right I, now. I, I, I work late nights. On, I get home from work between 1 and 2 a.m. on Saturdays, and I have to put together a relevant <laughs> waiver wire article for Fantasy Six Pack, and, and it, it it just sucks the life out of me. I got to do the work anyway because – Hey, I just, you, did, you
2: did, did the homework for me.
0: Yeah, that, that's my goal, man. I'm trying to do the work for you. Um, So so let's look at a couple other options. Um, We talked about Nicky Madrigal getting hurt. So one of the guys that's out there is his – Replacement for the time being is Danny Mendick. I actually, oh my God, I traded Danny Mendick in my 30 team league about three weeks ago. Like, I I traded this guy for Ty, him in a pick for Ty France. And I could have gotten away with anybody else on my team, but I gave him Danny Mendick. And then Magical, who was on my team, gets hurt so i i I got double screwed on that. I messed up and I'm trying to win that league um but Ma- Mendick, mendic, any interest by either of you on this guy or are
1: we just letting it go? Let it go. you're better off with ty france i not yeah, but if you're in a enough. if
0: you're in a fifteen team or greater league
2: yeah its feels the there's not
0: that many people to choose from man
1: yeah i uh, will blank. Leave it blank.
2: Honest, honestly, Jeff, your top three in the um your waiver article is basically the top three available on my TGFBI league right now. It's insane. That's disgusting. It's just, it's it's awful. Right.
0: That's disgusting. And, the, and, I, and I need, and I need and an outfielder.
2: That's right. the problem. You need an
0: outfielder. Okay. So who's the other one you're looking at? Uh Steven Duggar?
2: Uh Duggar's D- gone. Duggar, whatever Dude, it is. Duggar, Duggar, <laughs> he's gone. Um Sanchez and Heredia from Atlanta.
0: Guillermo Heredia.
2: There right. that's, that's my only options. Right. That's, it's awful. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and the 12-team the, the leagues aren't that much better. It's it's a war of attrition. That's that's the thing, is that as, as players get injured, opportunities come up, but I mean, some of these, some of these guys that we're talking about here are just like below replacement level, and it, it's just ugly, man. And, and yeah, you know when you have a lot of teams, and when you're in large, large teams, whether it's 15 teams, 17 teams, 18 teams, or a 30 team league, or something with a long bench, 30 30 players on your roster, you're just in trouble when you get to this, and it's disgusting. I don't even know what to do. But would you so, consider? So, you, so would who's, you consider who's the guy this? Who's the guy this week? It's is it Sanchez or Bust? Or or do you you know like Andy said with with, uh, with Mendic do you just leave the zero and just keep <laughs> your money?
1: Oh, he's horrible. I I can't do it, man.
0: I I'm not even saying with Mendic. Uh, I'm saying all yeah. of them. Is it sometimes better to just take the zero and save your Fab? I know I know Andy, you got a league that you're like capped out on Fab, and you have nothing left, and you have a couple of injuries. Just, I know you're trying to make trades and whatnot, but. Is it better to just take a zero than to waste a dollar on Steven Duggar?
2: I am. I'm and taking they say a zero.
0: Duggar's not even available.
2: That, yeah. that's, that's the crazy part.
0: Right. Yep. I don't know. All right, let's take the zero. All right, let's talk about a couple pitchers. Andy, we'll, we'll start with you because I know you like the uh, you like the prospects, and uh, your boy Matt Manning came up this week for the Tigers. He completed the triumvirate of prospects for Detroit and the other two have been pretty good. I'm pretty happy with them overall. Scooble and uh, what's his name? Casey Mize. Uh, So Matt Manning comes up successful first start. What do you think? Is this somebody you're going to pick up in a redraft?
1: Definitely. Definitely. I actually thought that he was highly right now. Uh
2: Make it end right now.
1: He's better. I thought he was better in Scooble and Mize in the Myers. I thought he was going to be the best out of the three. So that's just me long-term. I thought he was, but Casey Mize has really come along as well. But Manning, uh, he he had a big breakout in uh, 2019 Had 11 wins. Good, good amount of strikeouts. He's a solid pitcher. The, you know, they're going to be their front three rotation for a while and uh, definitely worth an end.
0: All right. So he's only 7% owned in the NFBC. So, if you're in TG FBI or, or similar, he's probably available. So if you need the pitcher, they have a thousand dollar budget. Let's say you have four fifty left. How much of that are you gonna spend on Manning? Uh
1: ten to fifteen okay, percent. So I don't think he's gonna I don't think yeah, I don't think he's gonna go crazy. I don't think people are gonna go nuts with him. There should be a couple other guys coming up too that they're gonna be waiting on. So Okay. You're not going to gain wins with the Tigers, though. So that, that's one thing yeah, you that, have to realize. That's my problem.
2: That's you my get the ratios. Problem. That's it. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure about that with Manning, to be honest with you. He's just not my guy. I know you guys love him, but I I, I, I've never been a fan of him. He's always been a top 25 prospect. I never really personally felt that way. I'm going to let it go. I, at 17 teams, I'm going to go with zero shares on this one. And, you know. Cross my fingers because I'm wrong all the time with, with, with stuff like this. Yeah, throw no hitter with, this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Andy, uh, I, I'm going to dig a little deeper, though, because I do have a rookie that I really do like that is not on the radar like Manning for the Minnesota Twins, and he's 15% owned in the NFBC, and that's Bailey really? Ober of the Minnesota Twins.
2: Ooh, what do you think so, about this guy? So, Ooh, that's Sneaky. a deep dive. That's a deep dive. What,
1: what, what, what do you think about him? I what, what's I, he going to do for you? Ratios?
0: Ratios. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in, in 2019, he had 11.5 K per nine rate. Uh, 79 innings, I believe it was. 100 strikeouts. His nice. ERA and his whip were both below one, right? Wow. The guy dominated, dominated. At, in three levels. He started at a rookie ball, then went to high A, double A, all in one year, the year he was drafted, and you know, you know he, he looked like a stud, and and now four starts into this year, I think he has 17 innings pitched, his ERA's are around three, whip is right around one, the K per nine is right there, like we, we said. He's showing everything. The twins are steaming hot trash right now they're in last place they're like nine ten games under 500 and their their rotation is the reason for it maeda is garbage the, the this guy was finished second in the cy young last last year and nothing nothing he's he's terrible the rest of the rotation garbage doing nothing so this guy is going to get an opportunity to go unfortunately He's kind of one of these pitchers. He should be on the on the Tampa Bay Rays four to five innings per start. That's kind of what we're looking at for him. Uh, so the win equity is not there, but the team stinks anyway. So he's just an opportunity for a dollar or two to plug and play if you need control on your ratios. If you're in a league like Andy, you and I are, where it is K per nine instead of Ks, he, he's a gold mine. So he's somebody to pick up. I would much rather have him over Manning because I don't believe in Manning's win equity. I don't believe in in in, in either of their win equity, to be honest with you. But I'll take the guy that I am comfortable is going to control the strike zone, strike batters out, and, and you know pitch to a low ERA. So, well, you have to you have to realize the wins
1: will well, the wins will come with uh, Byron Buxton back and hitting bombs. So we're ready to roll. I, I just like to piggyback on one of our other,
0: uh, you know, rants and 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 fights that we have regularly. And you notice that Trevor Larnick has settled into the role as the number three hitter for the Minnesota Twins, mm-hmm. while AK forty-seven is, you know,
1: hey, back yeah, don't the then, don't no, he's not back in. He's middle of the lineup. They're both gonna be <laughs> the middle He's Back line. half in the middle of the lineup. Bad fifth. Man, he's bad fifth. So you have to realize that they're, they're between uh, Nelson Cruz and that I've actually took a, a crash and burn on that because I actually feel that both players will be very, very good for them. And I'm, not, I'm not trying to be on one side or the other. I like them both. I, I've given in. I've come to the dark side with you.
0: <laughs> All right, Andy. Andy, I'm going to go to the group yeah. chat for a second because our boy B- Pig Bird mm-hmm. – a- asked a question i you know first off he he mentioned that he likes when i rant and that's pretty Dude, much I, me at all times so i
1: have intensity though what's up with
0: that uh, oh i i turn red yeah. i turn red
1: it's a Wait, shirt. He, he,
0: he, he's asking about alec manoa are we done with this guy at least for no. this year
2: no no
0: nope. nick you look scared like puzzled
2: no no i think- <laughs> It's the what?
1: what did he say? <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> <My> paper, what? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm never. This,
1: this guy's falling right into the line with Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert had mm. two bad starts. I told you guys, be patient. And now mm-hmm. he's their best pitcher. All right. And Manoa going to come up. So he has the stuff. He just doesn't pitch a lot in his career. Just he's he's got the stuff. Be patient.
0: All right. I like it.
1: Yep. Good good advice. And vacation. yes and yes, we're all picking from the 10 spot. <laughs> yes.
0: Nice. All right, we'll t- we'll talk about that later. All right, two other guys I want to recommend for the waiver wire this week. I don't know if you have any recommendations. Uh two streamers I really like is Odorizzi and Ross Stripling. They both face the the Orioles this week, both of them. Um and Odorizzi also faces I believe it's the Tigers and Stripling has Tampa Bay, which is my favorite team to pick on. The Tigers strike out the second most in the league, and Tampa Bay strikes out the most in the league by far. And the Orioles just suck in the middle. No, so
1: no, you're wrong. Both not are wrong. Right? The Orioles Both- suck. Baltimore are, is actually on fire now. They're putting up some big runs. Obviously, Nick's boy, oh this Nick's boy Cedric Mullins is a monster. Matt Castles hitting bombs. Mancini had a double dong. They're actually starting to come along. They're not an easy, easy win. You know, unless Matt Harvey's pitching, but I mean, <laughs> it's not an easy win. These guys are all hitting and they're all hot right now, and they're both going to get hit lit up over over easy. That's what's going to happen. But.
0: Okay, so he's going to lay an egg. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that, man. That 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 was good. Happy Father's Day. I'll give you that one. All right. All right. Um, So, Andy, you mentioned before that uh, you know we were talking about Matt Manning and and spending fab, and you said that they might be saving their money for some other players that might be coming up later on. Who are some of these minor leaguers that you're looking at that might make an impact later on?
1: Hmm. I'm, uh, I, I gotta look into that real quick. I mean I, I uh, wasn't really prepared for that question, but you know most of the guys are up right now, but uh, you know there'll, there'll definitely be some guys, maybe uh, the kid from the Yankees, uh, Devi, uh, Garcia, he'll be up, and then uh, Nate Pearson, he's gonna be coming up too. and those guys are all doing pretty well in the Myers right now. So definitely with the bigger names, I think they're, they're gonna they're gonna go for some uh, good fab.
0: Okay, cool. Any any long term minor leaguers you like to talk about?
1: Yeah, yeah, A uh, guy I was I was uh, telling you guys about last October, November, and then everyone starts talking about. Him, but Tyler Soderstrom, the 19 uh, year old catcher from uh, Oakland. He's his power is developing this year. He's got a 60 hit tool. Might not stay a catcher, but the bat is legit. He's hitting bombs. He's hitting lefties. I love the kid long-term. You got probably three, four years for him, but the, the bat is special. All right. And then I have a, a sleeper guy who actually might come up this year. He's like 20 to 30 range for Arizona Diamondbacks, Uh And he might actually help him get a win. So after he lost their 17th today in a row, uh, Matt Tabor, uh, he's uh, in double A right now. Uh, he strikes out a guy more than one per inning. Uh, he was a high draft pick uh, two, three years ago. He's Moved all the way up to oh, double
2: Oh, breaking, breaking news! Wander Franco is getting called up.
1: Wow, again! That's the most excitement I've seen for you ever, bro. Good Ooh.
2: job. Oh, Wander's Broken coming, run. baby! <laughs> <laughs> all right, go get it. him now! What? Uh, where do you go get him now? There's some. There's some leagues he's still available. What it's league like is a, this? Like, like a ten team league?
1: An ESPN league with with your. Daughters, friends? <laughs> <who>? <laughs>
2: yeah, <Wander's man>. friends. <laughs> that's great. Woo. Wander's here, baby. I, I think that's he's really even shit. owned
0: by I think he's even a hundred percent owned in the NFPC.
2: He very well possibly could be. I think zero, he zero zero shares. Yep, me too. Yeah, I got, Bru- I got a couple.
1: Fidel Brujan uh definitely took a got cold too. That's why. And then Franco just Flew up.
0: Um, I've been I've been holding all my money for for Bruhan, and here we go. Let down. Let down. <laughs> all right, uh, Andy. Uh, you like talking about these these throwback players, and I've I've been taking a back seat, and letting you take it. you're having fun with it. So,
1: yeah, I love it for us this week. Absolutely, I love it. It's it's uh, one of my favorite times of the pod, and I'm actually going to take a guy that. It's one of your boys. All right. 2001, Roy Oswald comes up with the Astros. Remember that? You, ha- you had him on a team, it, it, dominating four, 14 and three record, uh, to, a 2.73 ERA, and he was a monster. And he wound up getting, I think, eight straight years of 10 plus wins. You know, he was dominating, and I think you had him most of the time.
0: Yeah, I I remember our farm draft that year very well. <clears throat> I had I had uh, pick one and pick seven. And I remember very specifically that pick one, I took Adrian Gonzalez, and I, I don't regret it. Pick seven, I wanted to take a, a guy that I didn't think anybody knew of. And our boy Ed Neal, I, I don't know if he's watching. I hope he is. Took a gentleman by the name of Albert Pujols. Right.
1: That's exactly how he said it too.
0: And and then we turned it to Pujols. <laughs> and you got to understand back then we didn't have the internet. So we just looked at box scores and magazines and that's how we found these players. And he, 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 you know, we didn't know how to pronounce their name. So it was Pujols and he took him and I was pissed and I settled for Roy Oswalt with the next pick and, you know, it, it worked out for both of us because he was a stud too. And, and, you know, I, I think, I think, uh, Pujols out, outlasted Ed Neal in fantasy baseball by about 12 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he retired, Ed Neal retired about eight years later and Pujols is still going strong. So I don't know. All right. That's awesome. Nick, anything you want to talk about, about baseball, or you want yeah. to do a little bit of, uh, Little football, little Scott Fishbowl first. Oh, I'm ready
2: for football. I'm ready for All football. Right. But yeah, Wander Tuesday, it's happening. Oh, we're here. <laughs> we're here.
1: I've been so sitting he's on the pier. Hold up on Tuesday. Well, well,
2: you, for Tuesday start, you, yeah.
1: You haven't been here though. I mean, you said we're here. You weren't here for like. 15 I wasn't minutes, here. So, I, mean, yeah, I wasn't yeah, here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah, yeah,
2: here. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're here now. But Wander's coming. <laughs> But if he's
0: going to be called up on Tuesday, that Mm -hmm. means he's not going to be eligible anywhere he is available for fab tonight.
2: Yeah. Well, like you said, he's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent rostered in TGFBI. Yeah. Right. Of course I checked.
0: All right. Let's do some football, (laughs) man. Tell me what you got.
2: Scott fishbowl. Three of us are in the pick 10 spot. We've been mocking. We've been in some group chats. We've been, uh, we're, we're going to go. I love the 10 spot this year. Actually, my, my league hasn't even filled up. We still have three people in it. Really? Yeah, only three people still in it. 10, 11, and 12 picks. So I might be getting all the uh, the new guys coming in. he Either said the
0: scraps or the famous people.
2: Well, yeah. Well, he said last week that um, everybody that has been in the fishbowl as of a few days ago has been placed in a league. So it sounds like, like you just said it. anybody famous or, you know, who, I mean, I saw a huge wave go out today. So those guys maybe.
1: So explain why we're picking out of the 10 spot, Jeff. And who do you expect there? Well, the reason we're in the 10 spot is because of the
0: third round reversal. Yep. So we're picking at the end of the first round, which so be it. It is what it is. But we're at the top of the second and we're at the top of the third. So it basically gives you the opportunity to... You know, you could pick your position that you want to focus on and you're going to get a a superstar. You're guaranteed to get a quarterback one in some way, shape, or form. Whether you take it in the first, second, or third, you're going to get somebody that you feel good about in your first quarterback spot. If you want a running back, you're going to get a Mm -hmm. running back. If you want to take a tight end, it's going to be there. You're going to have the Mm -hmm. the ability to take – uh, uh, Kittle or or Darren Waller, if that's what you so choose. On the flip, it's 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 whatever you want. Like you could build your roster the way that you want to. I am personally, and Nick, I think you have something to say about this. I have a five round plan
2: mm-hmm. that
0: I will guarantee myself that by round five, I will have zero wide
2: receivers. Yep, I'm a, I'm agreeing.
0: I will have two uh, running two quarterbacks and yep. I will have
2: two running backs, probably
0: a tight end, but definitely two running backs. So I'm going to have two quarterbacks, two running backs. And the fifth is kind of a flex to me, but it is yep. not going to be. A tight It's BPA. End. It's BPA it, might at be a, point. it might, it might be, a, it might be a tight end. I'm sorry. I said, it's not going to be a tight end. I mean, it's not going to be a wide receiver. It might be a tight end. It might be a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's not going to be a receiver because no. you could get in the sixth round no. somebody as good as somebody like Keenan Allen.
2: Yeah, that's that's I'm, I'm pulling my draft last year. That's what I did last year. I didn't touch a receiver, and you know it. We were we were going back and forth. I what was it, round six or seven? I didn't touch one until, and my team was eight and four, and made the playoffs. All right,
1: it's we're all about do, that
2: quarterback play. My, our, some, our, no, all
1: right, go ahead. No, our last draft that we had. the uh, – the dynasty one, I, I I went round seven or round eight. I took up my first wide receiver. I'm okay with All that. Right. Seven, uh,
2: grid Here, I'm pulling my draft up. So my draft last year, I didn't. I took Tyler Lockett round six, and I took Terry McLaren round seven last wow. year. Nice. I, I started off Mahomes, Eckler, Murray. Whew. Darren Waller got sniped, so I took Evan Ingram. That hurt, and then oh. David Montgomery. If oh, Waller man. was, if I took Waller on my team, I'd probably make the entire semifinals of Scott Fish last year. Like that's yeah, how that's good, good I could I could have been last year. That hurt. What do you All think right, about so- Ingram? Ingram? What's
1: that? Yeah, what do you think about Ingram?
2: Ingram? He's a, I'm not touching right? him. I'm not touch him yeah. this year. No way. I'd rather touch Kenny Yeboah on the Jets, the undrafted guy. I'm not touching Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Kyle Kyle Rudolph is there. He's going to he's going to take some uh, thunder away. All right, so
0: I'm using this this Scott Fish uh, mock draft tool right now mm-hmm. as we're talking, and from the 10th spot in the first round, here's what's available to me. So I'll read off how the how the first nine picks went: McCaffrey, Mahomes. Doesn't matter what order. One, two. Kelsey, Allen, Cook, Kyler, Lamar, Dak, Saquon. Fairly chalk. The order might be a little. one's a little early. early. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm looking at. So I have on the board for me Kamara, Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott, Nick Chubb. Right. So those five running backs are all available. At quarterback, I could go from Herbert, Russ Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers. Right. Those are Mm -hmm. the next three. So I know that i pick again five picks later right so i have five superstar running backs available three yep. quarterbacks yep. right so let's i i i'm never going to take justin herbert in, I in the first round i will not do it I you will it, it's it's personal for me so <laughs> it, it's just a herbert to a thing and i i can't lose <laughs> so i'm never going there so we're going to leave kamara and Derek henry on the board and we're going to take Justin Herbert just to see how this goes, right? So I got him. The that next pick is Kamara. Great. The next pick doesn't is Henry. Great. Then the next pick is Tyreek Hill. Then Jonathan Taylor, right? All right. So now I I have Justin Herbert, so I can go quarterback again with Russell Wilson, or I can take Ezekiel Elliott or Nick Chubb, right? So let's let's just get myself a, cor- a running back now ex- to make ex- sure. So we're going to take Zeke.
2: Yeah, I so, was going to say you can always experiment and take Russ, but I think you're going to get a good quarterback on the 3-4 flip right I, there. I
0: love how that comes out. I actually love how that comes out.
2: Herbert Wilson?
0: I've actually done this and gotten Dak and Russ, and it, it's beautiful.
2: See, I, I was spoiled last year with Murray and Mahomes. You're looking at a 50-60 spot every week, and then your 0 okay. wide receiver strategy is a home run.
0: Okay, so now the third round reversal comes to us, and we're looking at – we have Herbert and Zeke, and on the board for us, if we want to go quarterback again, we could take Tannehill, Lawrence. The home run. I, I'm not taking Jalen Hurts or Matt Ryan.
2: I'm taking Tannehill. Uh, so mm-hmm.
0: you, so we could take Tannehill or Lawrence. So let's, I'm taking let's, Tannehill. Or if we want to go another route, George Kittle's still available. Um, nope. We're not going to take a wide receiver. The next running back is Cam Akers. But I think we might get away with that in the fourth round.
2: Question now, is Antonio right. Gibson still there? Oh, yeah. Big time. He's been, he's been he's been slipping heavily in these drafts, and he's a big consideration for me at that three spot. I'd be curious to see if he falls a four, but I doubt it.
0: All right, so we're going to take a quarterback and play it that way.
2: Take Tannehill here.
0: So we take Tannehill.
2: But that's the thing, team. too. If you go Russell Wilson and uh, Justin Herbert, and now you get Gibson as your RB1, that's still just as good. It's thinking it's thinking you <laughs> L- he- broke the system. It's still thinking. <laughs> All right. So
0: we're okay. So we have a, qu- we have two quarterbacks and a running back. There's wide receivers at ADP now.
2: Nope.
0: We could take Hawkinson or Pitts If we want to go, ah, uh, go wide receiver, Or or tight end,
2: Pitts is not bad.
0: And we 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 did miss out on your guy Antonio Gibson. He went in the third. Mm. But if you want a running back, we still have Dobbins. We still have Jacobs. We still have Miles Sanders.
1: No, this is.
2: I would take uh, I would take Pitts here. So you would take Pitts. Yeah, Pitts, and see where um, see what running back falls you on the flip. So so
0: so let's rewind a little bit. Would we be better off? In the third, taking Kittle, no, and then taking one of these quarterbacks now.
2: Which quarterbacks are available?
0: Wentz, Winston, Roethlisberger, Darnold.
2: No, give me, give me uh, Tannehill, give me Tannehill. Say, I,
1: I do really like Wentz though this year.
2: I do like Wentz a lot, but I think Tannehill. Okay. i I like Tannehill. Okay, even though I think they're going to run the Derrick Henry. I like again. I like,
1: I in, I like Pitts here though too. That's, that's I
2: great. think Pitts here is a great pick, and I think I think that's consensus too. I think he's definitely going to be available at the spot. Unless you get that one crazy person who takes him 106, which could happen.
0: Okay. Really? So we took Pitts. We took Pitts. and quick,
2: quick flip around.
0: We're on the fifth in the fifth round, and Dobbins is still there for us. So we could take Dobbins as our running back too. or if you wanted to go wide receiver, which mm. I usually don't.
2: I would take a running back are here,
0: Mike Evans or DK Metcalf.
2: No, I would take a running back here. All right. Wow. So that was my that was my building blocks last year. My first five picks, and I'm going the same strategy this year. Thankfully, one of my other two people probably aren't even listening to this in my league. All
0: right. So so we w- we went through this, and we ended up with Herbert, Tannehill, Zeke, Dobbins, and Kyle Pitts.
2: That's, that's a that's a pretty good start. That's
0: pretty start. Pretty good. Yeah. Start. That's awesome. That.
2: And then just think about it too. On the contrary, you could have had Russell Wilson, Herbert, Antonio Gibson pitts i mean that's also a very very good uh standout i think gibson's gonna be a big big time player this year
0: mm-hmm. all right so so i'm gonna run this one more time and let's do it with, with quarterback quarterback if it happens yeah.
2: okay where, where, where's Austin Eckler going in this
0: uh, i'll tell you when it comes up mccaffrey mahomes allen murray cook Dak, rogers in the first oh e. the, we just missed kelsey Nah. All right, all right. So we're we're in the same situation. We got Kamara, Henry, or Herbert, and we're going to take Herbert because that's what you said you wanted to do here.
2: I'm starting to see the trend here. I'm starting to see Herbert falling a lot. Yep. To the spot.
0: Okay, so Russ Wilson, it is. So we got Herbert, yeah. and we're ta- so we're starting Herbert Wilson. Yeah, and let's see what the third round reverse. I mean, you think about it us. too. That,
2: that's a 40, 50, 60 point spot every week. And then you just need the rest of your team that come together. You put up 140, 150 every week in fishbowl, and you're in pretty good shape.
0: Okay, so so we started Herbert and Russ Wilson. Yeah. Now we have our choice of Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler as oh, our running back. Yeah. That's all. Right. I love that. I love so that. So how beautiful uh, is that?
2: That's incredible. Yeah. So that's a t- that's a t- that's a tough choice, Eckler or Jones. That's honestly. That's a big well, discussion right there. Well,
0: well we're going we're gonna to take Jones are just, be, are just because we have Yeah, Herbert. yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah,
2: I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, Easy. Jones in this situation. But Problem, problem is, though, you have Jordan could have
0: been Dak. That could have been Dak. Dak falls to the 10 spot sometimes.
2: Oh, so, I'll imagine take though, to 10. Dak,
0: Russ, Absolutely. and then Eckler or Jones. That's possible. That's, That's sexy.
2: Well see, that's the thing yeah. too. I'm a little excited about it. if I get my league, if you get a league with some people that are first year players, they don't, you know, they're not familiar with the league, they might let these quarterbacks fall and they might be like, Wow, look at these five running backs. I'm taking Henry, I'm taking Zeke here, and these quarterbacks slip. Because that's what happened in my league last year. The quarterbacks fell and I benefited from it.
0: All right, all right, Nick, you're gonna like how this played out. So we have Herbert and Wilson, or let's say for my sake, it was it was Dak and Wilson. Then we took Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're up in the fourth round and uh, assume we don't want a wide receiver.
2: Nope.
0: We could choose from our running backs from Najee Harris,
2: oh, Deandre no. Swift. It's a no brainer. I like this better. I like Joe this better. Oh. Let
0: me hear your Antonio Gibson.
2: Oh, oh. C-E-H. that's Gibson. Gibson. What's and this tie is Andrew our
0: wrote?
2: RB2. Right? This is incredible. Right. Uh, I think, I think we have our answer of our strategy right away here. Right. That's a home run. Okay,
1: so let's
0: see how this goes, and we come back on the flip for the fifth. yeah.
2: Yep.
1: Pittsburgh wants Harris. Well, obviously, yeah. I, want, like I, want better, I want
2: a better line in Pittsburgh before I take him over uh, Gibson.
1: Okay,
0: so here now here's where we're at. Now it gets to be a difficult situation. So we have our, our we we have Herbert or Dak. We mm-hmm. have Russ Wilson. We have Aaron Jones and Antonio Gibson. Now. On the table for us. And this is a hard one because I think I would do something different than what you guys will say. You could choose from if you want a running back, you could have still DeAndre Swift or Joe Mixon. They're still available. Mixon. Or CEH. They're still available. If you wanted a wide receiver, you could have Allen Robinson or DK Metcalf. Or if you want a tight end, you could have Kyle Pitts. So do you want a third running back?
1: It's Kyle oh. It's Kyle or, Pitts or Swift. Or or, or do you or do you, up, or do you pair up DK with Wilson? No. Oh, wow. No.
2: No. That's no shot. Uh, that's why. I'm taking Pitts. Is
1: that what you're gonna say? Is that I'm what you're gonna say, pits. Jeff?
0: No, because right. I'm I'm I have this mental block against wide receivers. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm take it, it but
2: I'm taking it. pits. Done. Pitts. All right. Final answer. All right. So all
0: right. There's a question. In the group chat, Nick, I'll let you answer this. Kyle Pitts versus Hawkinson. And you're, you're saying Pitts. Pitt, Pitts
1: first.
2: Mm-hmm. Because Jared Goff is the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, and I trust Matt Ryan a little more.
1: Okay. Easy.
2: It's his wide receiver, too, in Atlanta. It's Ridley yeah. and then him. Russell Gage doesn't, he's not going to do it.
0: For, for me, also, it, it, it might be a uh, league specific situation in the Scott Fish Bowl. If you're trying to if you're trying to baseline and just be a five hundred team and, and get into the playoffs and that's your yeah. goal, maybe it's Hawkinson, but Pitts is the play to win. Go
2: big, going big right? go home. That,
0: that that's your your shot at winning the whole thing. Yep. Because you have to look at it like my team's gonna get there and what's it gonna look like at the end of the season in week thirteen plus? And by then you gotta figure Pitts is gotta be gotta be the guy by mm-hmm. then.
2: I think there's a very good possibility two to three of us have pits on our team by the end of the uh, Scott fishbowl draft.
0: Yeah. That's looking good. I mean, I like especially it. in round five. I, I love round. that.
2: I love that draft. You just did. I mean, you pair up two top quarterbacks Jones and uh, who's our other running back. We took there. I just drew Gibson. a blank. Gibson. Gibson. That's incredible. That's an incredible start.
0: All right. So now back to us in the sixth. And now remember, we don't have a wide receiver yet. So this we is where could- I would look. We we could start looking at it, and the top options are Lockett, Woods, Thielen, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Woods. Deontay Johnson, Courtland jo- Courtland Sutton, Woods. All right, and we could probably take two of these guys because mm-hmm. we whip around.
2: Woods and Lockett or, would be
0: perfect, or we could look at double double dipping on the tight end and getting somebody like Noah Fant to in one mm. of these two picks. No, tight end premium
1: scoring. I think um, I would go with Nick. Go in mm. here. Okay, I'll so I take my wide receiver. Well, well, I'm
0: saying both picks. I'm I'm talking about both picks at the same yeah. time. So let's take Woods. It's a little, yeah. Woods Lockett goes next. It's a fun little exercise. Right. Yeah. So now we could take our pick between and and this is my wheelhouse between Thielen, DJ Moore, and Cooper Cup. This is where I li- where I live.
2: Well, we just took Woods, so we can't take so, Cup.
1: Take Cup out. Yeah. You can't take DJ Moore because Sam. Sam
2: Donald Donald's a quarterback, yeah.
0: right? So you take Adam Thielen. You're, you're yeah. going to take the floor there. Thielen's your wide
2: receiver too. That's a, that's a great pick. Yeah. All
0: right. So so basically, and we'll it's, stop. It's a great buildup. It's a great buildup. We'll up stop right here there. because we could keep going. So we went QB, QB, and went Herbert, Russ Wilson, or you know, I I said I wanted Dak. Um, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, Kyle Pitts, Woods, and Thielen. That that's that's a. I love that.
2: Start. I love that team. That, that's that's. A I think. Start. I think you just made my mind up for my strategy. Uh, that's yeah. that's the perfect scenario. That's
1: why we're. That's why we're here, Nick. We're here to help you. Now, see, two of the <laughs> three, two,
2: two of your first, two of your first three picks should be quarterbacks. Honestly, if you mm-hmm. can get that stud running back in the, in the middle there, I mean, I lost Eckler last year for half the season, and I still was able to bounce into where, where I was. But if you get that consistency from that second you know if pick 2 is a running back or pick 3 is a running back you get that consistency with a quarterback spot and 60 points a week you're going to the playoffs yep. i mean there's now, no doubt in my mind about that
0: all right now now we're we're only going through 6 rounds here so we're not in the kicker range yet
2: i was just thinking that
0: i'm i'm going to pick your brain on this because we looked at it and i can't remember the names exactly but some of the kickers
2: there's two were, that stand out
0: yeah, Sanders. Sanders was number one, and uh, the, the the Asian kid from
2: young, young Hoku. And then uh, I'm a, I'm a big Justin Tucker fan.
0: Right. So um, they they basically were all in the top 100
2: mm-hmm.
0: of scoring.
2: Two field you, two field goals. Are in the you, flex. are
0: you considering a a kicker as an every week starter, or are you going to just for for me my my plan with the kicker is. Um, you know, it's a 12 team league. There, there's going to be more than a dozen of these guys yeah. on the waiver wire. And if I need a fill in for a bye week, I'm just going to pick one up.
2: Yeah, that's going to be the thing. I mean, you, I mean, going to zero wide receiver strategy might pay off to play a kicker in there. I mean, you put, you're putting in your wide receiver three, four, a, a kicker, Justin Tucker, 250 yard field goal is a 10 point game. Right. Right off the bat. So, I mean, that's going to put out more than your, uh, your wide receiver, three or four, possibly. Right. Like that, that's what I was going to
1: say. What's that? How, how soon would you take one,
2: though? I would. I. I don't think I'm taking one early. Um, I, double. Double digits. I wouldn't even touch yeah. one early. I'm building my my foundation before I even touch kickers.
1: Even if you can get a young ho cheap, I mean, you know, early. If young <laughs> ho falls to
2: eight, if yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, you know, if, if you get falls, some young ho
2: <laughs> <laughs> if he falls to eight nine, then maybe eight, eight nine round, especially maybe the I'll cheap ones, ones. <laughs>
1: yeah. cheap young hose. You got to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, late di- late single digits I'll maybe I'll look at it depends on the roster makeup. Cuz you I've remember, worked, you, you got to keep in mind you need that third quarterback too before double digits.
0: Right. Oh, that's ugly. But do you? But do you?
2: If you take super if,
0: flex yeah. and you could just pick up a kicker off the waiver wire to or, fill in for your quarterback on a bye week
2: yeah. and maybe or, get yeah.
0: 10, 15 points from him on a given week.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he I, here's what I think. I think that uh, Nick had a huge year last year in the fishbowl because he got that young quarterback that dominated and he wasn't yeah. with Murray. I think this year's pick mm-hmm. is going to be Justin Fields and he's not going to play until October, but he's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And if I am in, Round nine? Yeah, let's go.
2: That's a, that's, a good, that's a very, very good point. I mean, Andy Dalton's going to start week one and get absolutely crushed.
1: Yeah, he's going to get sacked 17 times. It's going to be week
2: two with week three. He's out there, I think. They're they're Chicago. Good luck throwing out Dalton in Chicago. They're going to boom off the field. Matt Nagy's going to get fired before week two.
0: Okay, so let's say that you do take fields, and he's your quarterback too, and you're probably going to get shut out. In
1: the no, quarterback. Three. 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 No, no three. I want him three. Quarterback. I'm going to serve. I'm gonna go with our first six rounds, and then I'm going to look for fields in the next couple of rounds. Take him okay. before round nine. Okay. Okay. So I don't have to worry about that's him. All- and then when, then when you guys start buying, he can come out and just dominate.
2: Hey, the more Chicago comes out and says he's not the starter, that's great news because he will be the starter. So,
0: Nick, Nick if I remember, we start hmm. 10 players, right? Is that correct
2: uh, i believe so double check that but i believe so right,
0: you're looking that up so if it's 10 players and you build a core of six that are you know basically stars-
2: mm-hmm. um you mix a match
0: so if you want to take your third quarterback and let's say it is fields um in in round nine number one you don't want to go quarterback quarterback one two if you're plan on taking fields right mm-hmm that's a bad investment. Yeah, because you could you could uh, you could put Zeke on your team, knowing that Fields is going to be in your lineup at a later date, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than having Russ Wilson there. 11,
2: so, 11 total starts, four flexes. So
0: four flexes. So six.
2: Six key starters.
0: Uh, so, uh, so, all right, so so I I'd say eight is basically your baseline, and then you're gonna have three that are kind of, you know, roster decisions every week. So you might want a kicker. You 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 might you might if if you could get a kicker, in round twelve, it's not thirteen, bad. it's not bad. That's gonna be a, st- a weekly starter. I, I I think that might work out.
2: And it's that uh that gray area this year. People don't know the value of kickers. They're going to go all over the place. Every league's going to be different. I, I just, I, I, I hate them. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it, man. And what I'll be doing is what I did with uh, TGFBI. You're going to be able to have access to every league and you're just going to watch. All right. Where, who, where's so-and-so going? Where's so-and-so going and be able to gauge ADP. Cause every, some leagues gonna be far ahead of others. Right. I do. I do hear JetBlue has phenomenal uh, Wi-Fi though.
0: That's very important.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do very hear that. Important. So you should be good. All
0: right. Yeah. I, I especially since I'm in, in actual, not only am I in the Scott fish bowl, I'm in the Scott
2: fish league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. in my league. Yeah. And you can't, you he, can't time him out. <laughs> you
0: can't time out because he will kick you out. And Instantly. If you're, yeah. Like he said that if you take the whole eight hours in round one, you don't want to be here. So, you know,
2: hit the <laughs> mm-hmm. road
0: Jack and, and if you time out too often, I, or it's four. Is it four? No, it is eight hours. I think it's eight. eight. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them know up front. Like, yo, I'm you know flying away. Look look at the shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> gonna be on an airplane. My bad.
1: Yeah. Look All at right. that shirt.
2: Is he in your group chat? Is he responding to you guys?
1: Look at oh, that shirt. That thing's down. ugly. Man. This is the Dolphins. I know it is. It's even uglier. I got another one for
0: next week, man.
1: Oh boy. All right.
0: Nick, anything guess, else on football before we get the hell out of here?
2: Minicamps are almost done. Um redraft season's not here yet. We're in best ball season and we are weeks away from fishbowl, so that is all we will be doing. And then once fishbowl's done, then we go in the redrafts and we'll go from there. But right now it's straight fishbowl. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I gotta say, uh we're we're looking at post July five to do uh, to start on on redraft because yeah I, I, won't
2: do, I won't I do any mocks until then until this draft's over.
0: Thank you, thank you for containing yourself for us.
2: Uh, I know it's very hard, <laughs> very difficult.
1: And just because right. July and just because July Fourth is coming doesn't mean we're going to stop our baseball stuff either. All right, of we're going to keep going with baseball stuff, like some other people might not listen to baseball anymore. But um, I the only thing I have to add in is how about those weekend warriors in uh, Los Angeles? Otani and Walsh, home runs in three straight games together, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Outrageous. And he's going to the Colorado. He's going to be in the
2: oh, home run Derby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. When, when is that? It's
1: probably when I'm in Jamaica.
2: Probably.
1: Uh, no, I think it's second second week in July, I think, but nice. in Colorado. So the last nice. uh, game for Trevor Story. Siri, uh, when is the
2: home run Derby? Oh, boy. Really?
1: This is a millennial at his best. It's,
2: it's spinning. <laughs> it don't work. It don't work.
1: I will not enter this live. Yeah, it didn't answer. You have no answer for us?
2: Nope. Hold on. Home, run, der, be. I'm spelling it wrong.
1: Oh Holy Lord, Christ. it's been a long day, and everyone that's here watching, thank you for coming on on Fourth of July. I don't know who schedules these Fourth of, but... the of July things. It is not the Fourth of July. It is not the Fourth of
2: July. What the you're hell are right, you talking
1: you're right. about? It's Father's Day. My bad. <laughs> bad. Talking <laughs> about. I'm thinking about you going away and stuff. So,
2: jeez. So, thank you for being so here, am I, my brother. Day. So am
0: I. <laughs> and I didn't drink.
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs>
2: right. 12th, July twelfth. July twelfth. Yeah, as I said, July twelfth.
0: Yeah. There you go. All right. So that's after I get back. That's on a uh, Monday. So I think we'll be back on Wednesdays by that point. To be honest with you, I'm not sure. I don't remember.
2: Whatever. The that. hell
0: with it. Let's get the hell out of here. He's at and Mimi. This guy is at Amac 22NJ. Nope. twenty two NJ. I'm J Trello twenty. Trevor, as always, thanks for all you do. I should have thanked you at the top of the hour. But I appreciate it. Let's take us out of here. Guys, peace, man. Happy Father's Day to all y'all, later. Thanks, day. Guys. you. guys. Happy Father's Day. guys. Peace. I am leaving <clears> in the morning, fit. Come on, give me a break. I just need some sleep.